Good morning and welcome back to the Livingston Parish News Morning Show. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys joining us this morning. If you're watching us live on Facebook, thank you for that. And if you are checking us out elsewhere, we do upload these shows to www.livingstonparishnews.com backslash podcast. We have audio and video versions there for you to check out. We have a packed show today. We're going to try to get through it in as expeditious manner as possible. Of course, we were not online yesterday because of Labor Day. Hope you had a great and safe Labor Day weekend as we roll back into work today. Sun peeking out over the trees. Getting into your traffic this morning, I-12 is flowing. By the way, folks, when I say flowing, I don't necessarily mean there's no traffic. Uh, somebody asked me about that last week. That just means that it's flowing. That means there's no accidents, no wrecks reported at this time. And so if you get on I-12, you're going to move. You may not move fast, but you're going to move. So right now, uh, some minor delays uh, on I-12, but it is flowing with some minor on-ramp delays as well. Minor delays at 4-H Club Road, River Road, and 190. Uh, 64 heading into Central, actually looking relatively clear with some minor delays on Greenville Springs. Of course, school traffic returning today, looking particularly bad up there in Watson on 16 around Live Oak High School. Otherwise, your normal traffic patterns, especially, of course, on 16 at Denham Springs High and Hatchell Lane at Denham Springs Junior and Denham Springs Elementary. It's currently 70 degrees, 92 degrees is your high today, 74 your overnight low. Uh, not looking at any rain this afternoon, maybe a spot shower, always a good idea to grab that umbrella, but the cool front that was expected to come give us a little reprieve around Wednesday has now been called off. They said it's gonna stall in Texas. So unfortunately, it's going to continue to be uh, pretty warm throughout this week, gonna get up into the 90s with a heat index of 95, 96 during the day, uh, drop into the 70s overnight. Getting into your real estate sales first and foremost, looking like another record year in Livingston Parish despite COVID. Uh, in July, 242 homes sold. That's 30 more than last year, 2019, which was a record year. At an average price of $219,916, or $53.2 million in, in, in inventory. That's almost $10,000 more per home. It was almost $10 million more than last year in total inventory sold. Big difference between this year and last year. Very surprising as well. You're looking at, uh, I, I guess you can say, it's already trending to be well past uh, what 2019 did in terms of real estate sales through July. Uh, total number of homes sold was about uh, 1,100 through July of this year. It's almost 1,300. So we're looking to surpass last year's numbers. Last year, over 2,000 homes sold through the entire year. Uh, you can read about that online uh, if you want the full breakdown of those numbers at www.livingstonparishnews.com backslash breaking news. We got the announcement just late last week, Southside, the mega campus, We'll have a groundbreaking this Thursday, September 10th. Uh, it will, the expectation is that construction will begin sometime in 2021, and the school will open for the 2022-2023 school year. Not exactly, it's good news for those uh, Southside Buccaneers who are currently down there uh, by Jubin Park that are kind of sharing those campuses. However, not exactly the news they wanted to hear. They were hoping, much like Denham Elementary, that they would be getting into their school next year. Unfortunately, discussions with FEMA, the EPA, 
uh, have caused a lot of delays, but things are finally shaping up. Of course, COVID making it difficult to kind of get a lot of these things wrapped up here at the end, but it does look like things are moving forward. That groundbreaking will be held Thursday, as mentioned, with the expectation that construction will begin. If it does begin this year, it'll be late this year, for fourth quarter. Otherwise, it'll be first quarter of next year with the expectation that that mega campus will be online 2022 to 2023. Now, that is interesting because it will house pre-K through eighth grade. It'll be a combination campus of elementary and junior high. You can see an elevation uh, on our website. It's a very, it's going to be a very interesting structure. It's going to be about eight feet to 10 feet off the ground. It's going to have parking up underneath for teachers, faculty, and administrators. Uh, and it's, that's going to allow for better flow of especially carpool lines. It's going to be right there where Southside Junior High used to be on Pete's Highway south of Denham Springs. It's going to be something different, but it's going to be a very beautiful structure. Uh, it took a lot of planning and development to get that to come together, uh, but we are expecting that again for the 2022-2023 school year. Speaking of schools and sports, we're going to talk a little bit about football later. However, Cross-country, volleyball, and swimming have all gotten started. You may have seen some, uh, some articles coming up on our Facebook page. We have them at www.livingstonparishnews.com backslash sports. Cross-country, uh, I don't want to say kicked off. You never want to mix those up. Cross-country got started, uh, hit the starting line. There we go, hit the starting line. I like it. Uh, this Saturday, everybody, all, every cross-country team had a meet. Some went into Baton Rouge, some went up to West Feliciana, uh, and some went over into uh, Tangipahoe. So uh, Mr. DeArmond, our sports editor, caught up with a lot of those teams. Volleyball got started last Thursday. Uh, the opening spike, I guess you can say, or opening set, maybe. I'm going to have to come up with some better, some better words for this. And all of the swimming got on the starting block uh, just this past weekend as well. Getting into your COVID-19 statistics, 153,177 cases statewide, 4,942 deaths, 1,963,333 tests. Let me try that again. 1,963,333 tests. There it is. 134,432 have recovered. It's a great number. 787 are hospitalized on 124 ventilators. Those numbers continue to drop. In Livingston Parish, 3,475 total cases, 68 deaths, and 35,069 tests. Over the weekend, a group as part of a statewide effort was formed with a specific representative uh, to host sign-up days uh, or sign-up periods to recall John Bell Edwards or begin the effort. Uh, the group has 180 days since its initial filing, which is six months, uh, to, to acquire the requisite signatures uh, to pull John Bell Edwards uh, into a recall election. Uh, LP need, Livingston Parish needs 25% of registered voters, which is 21,083 signatures. We're unsure how much were collected, how many were collected over the weekend. There will be some permanent sign-up places at individual businesses, you can search for the Recall John Bell Edwards Facebook page, uh, and those addresses will be listed there. Uh, the scales of, of how many registered voters are needed in each parish is based on the total pool of registered voters in those individual parishes. That gets all the way up to 20% uh, 
in places like Orleans and East Baton Rouge, which is going to be some of the more difficult places to gather the requisite signatures. Every parish must gather the, the, the total number of signatures required to file this. These signatures must then be verified by the Registrar of Voters Office, uh, upon which they are submitted to the Secretary of State's office. Once all parishes check in with the requisite signatures, then a election will be scheduled. Uh, then that election must be won by those pushing uh, for the recall. So there is there's a lot of steps to this. Of course, again, six months to gather the requisite signatures. Uh, we're not entirely sure how many were gathered over the weekend, but Livingston Parish, in order to uh, clock in as a check mark on the recall petition, will need 21,083 signatures or 25% of the registered voters here in the parish. Last Thursday, teachers walked out of a school board meeting. Uh, a motion by Mr. Gregoire of Albany, seconded by Ms. Dickerson of Watson area, uh, to form a committee of stakeholders, uh, including administrators, teachers, and parents, uh, to try to find a better way to deal with the hybrid learning model, uh, was then uh, countered. Uh, by Mr. Cox and seconded by Mr. Bradley Harris uh, to review the plan that was already in place and have the superintendent give a report on improvements to the plan every other school board meeting. The teachers walked out at that point in frustration after expressing that the hybrid model just was not working for them and it was not working for their students. Uh, a lot of students, especially on the days that they were home, were struggling with schoolwork or were just not doing it at all. Uh, and teachers were having trouble keeping up with things like grades. Uh, and helping these students, especially at home, who could not log into specific um, <clears throat> specific programs. It's been an, uh, sort of an up and down deal for a lot of teachers. Uh, there is an emotional video that you can find uh, online uh, that has been shared, and it is being used to push a pack the parking lot on September 17th, which is a Thursday, uh, which will be the next school board meeting. Uh, teachers are looking to get parents and teachers uh, in a peaceful manner to come out, pack the parking lot before the school board meeting. It is, a, it is at the SUMA Learning Center at SUMA Crossing. It's at the it's at SUMA exit, and they are hoping to gather between 6 and 6.30. School board meeting begins at 7, and to just sort of voice their opinion and to be there to speak to the school board. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where the school board goes moves going forward. However, is there is a potential for the governor to announce phase three, which would begin Friday if he did. So we'll be waiting to see uh, what his announcement looks like. We've heard anything from today, the announcement will come to tomorrow to Thursday. So we'll see what day it'll be. Of course, moving to phase three would be a big deal for the state of Louisiana. It would also allow schools to move back to five-day instruction for all grades. Right now, the schools are only five-day instruction for pre-K through fifth. All that began last week. So it'll be interesting to see what sort of rollout they'll have if the state moves to phase three. But of course, phase three not only allows for the five-day instruction for all students who choose it, but it also allows for football. Uh, but of course, uh, as we uh, get into that portion of the show, football does now have a definitive start of October 8th through 10th. Uh, the LHSAA uh, executive committee, or excuse me, 
The LHSAA Executive Committee will meet this Wednesday to finalize that plan and those schedules. However, Director Eddie Bonine spoke to the Education Subcommittee in the House last Friday uh, and basically told him that football was looking to move forward uh, on that weekend, October 8th through 10th. How they deal with fans is going to be up to the Executive Committee. What schedules look like is going to be up to the Executive Committee but they are planning to move forward to get playing with that. There were some parents who were involved in a coalition that had been formed, especially uh, in the Orleans, East Baton Rouge, and uh, Livingston parishes, uh, trying to push to get football started uh, this fall. And so it will be interesting to see what happens at that executive committee committee meeting Wednesday. That's going to determine a lot of the direction uh, for football this fall. So, All eyes are going to be on the executive committee, especially Wednesday, and then especially those who are ready for high school football. May not be able to watch in person, but it looks like these kids are going to get to start playing, and and you may. We'll just have to wait and see what the executive committee decides in terms of fans. Want to talk about these mitigation efforts real quick because we want to keep these numbers going down. We want to make it real hard not to move into phase three as the numbers continue to look favorable. Wash your hands with soap and water for 20 seconds or more. Wear a mask in public. It is a mandate six feet or more of distance between yourself and others. Control your cough and sneezing with an elbow or a tissue. Don't touch your face, my favorite one. And please remember, if you're controlling your cough with an elbow or a tissue, please try to make sure it's your own elbow. 25 or less to a gathering, preferably less, and stay home if you're sick. And utilize telehealth to get in touch with your doctor. And stay home to work, if at all possible. Want to remind folks, I-12 is flowing this morning with some minor delays on those on-ramps. Minor delays at 4-H Club Road, River Road, and 190 heading into Baton Rouge. 64 into Central, actually looking pretty clear. Uh, And your school traffic, pretty normal this morning. Heavy delays around Live Oak High School. It's currently 70 degrees, 92 degrees. Your high today, 74, your overnight low. Probably not going to get that cool front in the middle of the week like we had hoped. Uh, So please remember, it is going to be a warm one this week. Going to have temperatures 92 to 94 during the day with a heat index 96 to 98. So keep that in mind. Try to continue to wear light clothing. Stay hydrated. Got the Saints Cup this morning. And please, please, please try to stay inside the air conditioning as much as possible. If you can't, remember, stay hydrated. Oh, yeah. Hope you had a great Labor Day. One last time, my name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news. Appreciate you guys joining us this morning for the Livingston Parish News Morning Show. Want to remind you guys that we are on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. We are once a week in print on Thursdays at $7 a month to get that in your mailbox. We are also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. We have a podcast page, which is free. We have a coronavirus page, which is free. And we also have a breaking news page, which has national news, state news, as well as arrests and accidents, that is free as well. We do appreciate you joining us this morning. It was a packed show, lots to talk about. Don't forget, Facebook keeps these videos on our page in perpetuity, so you can go back and watch if you felt like you missed something. You can also go to our podcast page on our website. We have audio and video versions for you to check out there, so you can always go back and review the information there as well, especially if I refer to a previous show. We hope you guys have a great day. Please, please, please try to stay out of the heat as much as possible, and we will see you tomorrow morning.